0: So in episode one, I touched base on the different things we can do while quarantine, well semi-quarantine now, to better prepare ourselves when we do start going back to work or we start getting clientele. Or if you're just starting off in the industry, the things you can do now to better prepare yourself for when you do start getting work. A few of the things that I mentioned were one, downsizing your kit to make your load easier. And two, making sure you have products in your kit that are multifunctional. This way it will help you work more efficiently and quickly, especially during this pandemic where you want to be in and out the door as quick as possible. And another thing I had mentioned was the use of PPE products and implementing these products into your kit permanently, especially when you're working with various clients and or talent. So this week, I wanted to continue that conversation about COVID-19 and what we can do now to prepare ourselves and also what to expect when you're going back to work. Because right now, we need to understand that this is our new normal. We don't know when this pandemic will finally be over. And even if it is over, we want to do our part in continuing safe practices while working with talent and client and making sure we continue the use of PPE products because they're for our protection. And we want to make sure that we're not spreading any germs or getting anyone sick. So first things first, what to expect when you're walking into set or going to a client's current location to provide the services. One of the things you should look out for is if everyone is wearing a mask, and or face shields. It is very important and I stress this that we ourselves are wearing a mask during makeup application being that our client or talent won't be wearing one. Also be aware if everyone on set or the location is also wearing a mask. If you notice no one is wearing one bring this up to the person who directly hired you or is in charge. Being aware that you do have to maintain distances from the talent and staff when you are applying makeup. Make sure to always wear Wear your mask during the makeup application. This is ensuring your safety as well as the talent. And if you feel that no one around you is practicing safety during the work location, I don't see why you can't just walk away. You should always have clause in your contract stating that if you feel that you're not safe, being that no one is practicing all these safe precautions that are going on right now, that it's okay for you to leave and deny service. So this is something to always keep in mind and always have and always be upfront with your talent or client. And this brings us to pricing, especially when it comes to PPE charges. I think when you're setting your rates, don't be afraid to include PPE charges because this way you can continue purchasing these products and have them be a part of your kit permanently. These are expenses that are very important to keep into your kit. It will ensure your clients that you're keeping up with the current safety practices and are implementing them permanently to your services. This is why you shouldn't be afraid to mark Your prices to implement these changes. As a makeup artist who provides services, we must always keep up with the times. Change is a part of this job, and we must do everything that we can to keep up with these changes. Travel expenses are another thing that you want to make sure you're including into your prices. Whether you're taking public transportation, taking a taxi, or you're driving your own car, keep in mind that this is an expense you have to include. Oftentimes, we neglect to include these changes or these items into our prices out of fear we won't get clients. Don't be afraid to set the prices where you feel reflects your worth. Now, how do you figure out your worth? Your years of experience, the products and equipment that are in your kit, your clientele, and the quality of makeup application that you have. These are all the things that combined will let you determine where your prices should be. We provide a service to our clients and we need to make sure we're providing top of the line quality, which reflects our worth, which will explain why we market our ourselves at the prices that we do.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is producer Rich jumping in with some questions for our resident makeup artist who is Uh. currently wearing shades. She looks very strange.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to be cool.
1: She doesn't try. She's always cool. Aww. So, jumping into this, we're going to get right into this. So, one of the first things that we we're thinking about is how are you actually getting work during COVID?
0: That is a very interesting question. So, how I'm getting work is I've pretty much have a very good standing clientele that usually have a lot of shoots happening or they know of people who need a makeup artist. And right now, it's been through mostly word of mouth that I've been getting a lot of work lately, which is a blessing because. They This is why I stress that it's very important that you maintain a very good standing with your clients because they'll always keep calling you. They'll always put your name out there like, hey, I know of an awesome makeup artist who did a really good job and she's really cool and it really helps that it really helps out that you really do have a good standing with them. And also the work that I put up on my personal, I mean, my business IG or Instagram is another way that I've been getting a lot of clients coming my way because they'll hear me, they'll hear of my name through someone, then they'll look at my Instagram and they'll see all my work because I do post a lot of my work because it is my business page. And I've gotten work with that also surprisingly. And I know a lot of people may think that is pretty surprising. But I also have gotten a lot of work through other makeup artists who refer me or I've worked with them and they really like my work and they like the way I work with them. So they'll refer me to other clients or to their own clients if they can't make it, which that has happened a lot. And this is why, again, always have a good standing relationship with either your partners, your friends who work in the industry, because you will always get work.
1: Now, if you don't have those people yet, if you're just starting out as a makeup artist in COVID because you, you decided, you know what? I have the time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump in. How do you do it now in a COVID world where it's hard to to just make these contacts? Where do you begin?
0: So one of the ways that I recommend is joining the groups on Facebook that are catered to makeup artists.
1: I mean, you mentioned that in the first episode, right?
0: Yes. These are groups that are always asking, is there a makeup artist available? Also, they there's a group that's specifically for TFPs, which is Time for Print. And these are good to start off with because obviously the work will be free, but it's in collaboration with either a photographer or a model and... Just being able to build your portfolio is a very important way for you to prepare yourself now for when you do start getting those paid jobs, because all that work that you had before, they'll see that and they'll be like, oh, wow, this person really knows what they're doing. Like their makeup application is amazing. I love their work. I want to work with this person and I can see why I'm willing to pay the price that they gave me. So that's one of the biggest ways for us artists to get our names out there, which is why we first start off doing things for free because we're trying to build ourselves, build our stand, our relationships with either photographers, models or other agencies who may hire us. All
1: right. Now, the second thing was how is working in such a new environment made the pressure by the pressure of the current pandemic affected how you work and how you feel about the makeup that you're providing
0: one of the things that i found really hard was having to wear a mask that's covering half of your face i'm a little claustrophobic so just to have something on my face that's like blocking me makes me nervous and anxious. I don't like the feeling of being trapped or contained. So it's I feel like I'm being contained inside a of mask and it's uncomfortable. Those are one of the, the biggest changes or if I'm wearing a face shield, I feel like I'm being trapped. So it it makes it work a little hard. Also, the whole social distancing thing, it's hard because as a makeup artist, we're all in your face doing your makeup. So it's it's hard to maintain a distance when you're trying to work. Our work involves touching being very close to someone's you know face and working with the membrane of the body, one of the membranes of your body so it's it's a little it's hard and then also the constant upkeep of your kit like you if you clean your kit like how you normally would clean your kit now now with the pandemic you have to like double the effort that you had before for your maintaining your kit very clean and the upkeep of it. it it's time consuming but it's something that you have to do so it makes it a little harder when you're trying to sanitize your things in between every client because even though you're doing that already but to have to do it more vigorously than you did before it can take up time. You have to keep in mind that this is something that it's going to be a new normal and it's going to be hard to get adjusted especially with people who have like years in the business and they've already had their own techniques, their their little ways of doing things. So now I have to t- 360 that and change completely, it'll take time to adjust, but it can be done. Now,
1: are there any lessons or skills or workflows that you've learned because of the current pandemic that you are going to take with you after this is all said and done?
0: One of the things that I am taking with me and continuing it is the use of masks. I think it's important, especially when you're working in close proximity to a client, especially when they're not wearing one. I feel like right now that's something I'm going to definitely keep permanent in my kit because I feel like, yeah, it does provide a level of safety and also it ensures your client that you're keep you're you're keeping aware of their safety and you care about their safety so I feel like that's also it provides a comfort level to your client being that you're so close to them. Another of the things that I'm definitely keeping in mind is the upkeep of my kid. I of course I'm always cleaning my kid like I get OCD with my kid but especially in between like clients like being letting them know that I'm gonna take a certain amount of time in between them. To make sure that my kit is completely cleaned out so that I can work with them, work with the next talent or then you know the next client. That's something that I'm definitely gonna keep with me. And every makeup artist should keep with them.
1: Now, have you noticed any bad habits that you've stopped or good habits that you've gained from
0: working in a coronavirus ridden industry? Hmm, that is a very good question. I think one of the good things that came out of this is I really realized that it's okay to turn someone down if I don't feel comfortable in the environment in terms of everyone's safety and that I shouldn't be and it boosted my confidence enough to the point where I'm not afraid to give a price knowing that I'm risking myself going to the service or I'm doing everything I can to keep myself safe as well as the someone my my client safe so I feel like it boosted my confidence even more that I am providing and up top of the line service to my clients and that I shouldn't be afraid to reflect that in my prices. Another thing that I really appreciate is the support that us makeup artists gave to each other, keeping in touch, shouting someone out, doing little teaching seminars for free on, you know, Instagram and keeping connect with every artist. And that relationship that you keep within like the industry, it's really good to have because I've gained a lot of new friends in the makeup world because of it. We constantly, we worked with each other before, but it was always, oh, okay, all right, bye. See you the next time. Now it's more like we became a tight-knit, you know, group because we always made sure, hey, are you okay? How are you doing? We constantly kept up with each other. We came like sisters, so it's fun. You have someone you can talk to when you're feeling down or uninspired. And that's one of the good things that came out of this. And also I surprisingly, I got to meet a lot of pretty cool photographers and models and was able to get a lot of work and a lot of publications this year, surprisingly with coronavirus.
1: Actually, I was going to make an observation, not really a question. It's more of this year has actually been really good for you.
0: Yeah, it's, it really business has. Business has picked up. We, yes.
1: We keep a calendar here <laughs> where we put all of our work. So if someone gets a job, we put it up on the board. And Kat is putting up dates almost every day. It feels like.
0: Yeah, it, it's funny because you would think that with the pandemic going on, there's not going to be work. Everything's going to be like, OK, there's nothing going on. And funny enough, I did a lot of collaborations within the first like the first wave in March, starting Starting from February all the way to like June, I had something every month going on and I've gotten the most publication this year alone. And it's funny because all of them were just because of we were collaborating. We took advantage that we could only work in small groups. So it was like me, two models, the photographer or me, two models and Rich, because as you guys know, Rich is a photographer himself, not only a producer. And we collaborated and he also got a few publications publications as well this year. So that's also awesome. And I was able to have my best work come out of these collaborations. And the fact that I can see them published in a magazine just really helped me now when things are starting to pick up that my name has been dropped here and there and I've been getting work and I've been meeting new models and new creative directors. And it's been really fortunate. It's so surreal because you feel like it's hard to celebrate with everything going on and the the people that we've lost along the way because of COVID. But it's also a bit it's I guess it's bittersweet, you can say, because with everything bad that's been happening, I feel like this year has been such a blessing because I've gotten all of these these publications and I've been able to put my name and establish my name out there. It's so it's bittersweet and it's amazing. And at the same time, sad. But 2020 has been a, a cluster of problems. But at the same time, it's been it's been great.
1: All right, now before we close this second episode up, I really wanna I want to say thank you to Cat for jumping in the seat. I know it's daunting. It is sitting in front of the microphone and essentially talking to yourself. Being part of it, <laughs> pretty much. People tell you you're crazy for doing that, but right here we're making a podcast. Is there anything you want to say to the people?
0: So pretty much, I want to say take things step by step, day by day. There are going to be times where you're going to feel overwhelmed or lonely because we're still in the quarantine, but not quarantine phase. And if you're feeling uninspired, remember that things, time passes. This will pass. Other people before us went through a pandemic and they overcame it and we will as well. And to make sure that you're keeping connect with your friends and your loved ones, because Lord knows how much it'll keep you sane. Like I have been grateful to have such a big support system, Be From Rich and my mother-in-law and my friends friends and the new friends that I've made. And yeah, you know, that's one of the things I I want people to keep, keep that in the forefront of your mind that you do have support. You do have friends and who love you and care about you. And this too shall pass as they say. All right. Thank you for that. So now on
1: some closing notes, please, people wear a mask as both a service provider and a client. And don't think even though it's been a stressful year that things can't blow up for you in the best ways possible. And lastly, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review on Apple podcast and listen anywhere you can listen to your favorite podcast. We're pretty much everywhere at this point. So please check out the show notes for links to any of the items or apps mentioned throughout the show. I'm going to list all that stuff later on. Also check out the link in our bio to donate as little as a dollar to the show in support of what we are creating we would appreciate whatever you can offer
0: we really would
1: and lastly thank you so much for listening and please stay safe
0: bye